Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-64-84-LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. The Deep State Judiciary issuing a long-expected blow to President Trump yesterday. The three-judge D.C. appellate panel rejected President Trump's immunity claim. The three-judge panel, Florence Pan, a Biden appointee, Michelle Childs, a Biden appointee, and Karen Henderson, a George W. Bush appointee. Get this, Judge Pan took the seat on the appellate court, once held by now Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson. The other judge, Judge Childs, The Biden appointee as well was under consideration for that very same Supreme Court seat that Brown-Jackson ultimately got. And lastly, Judge Henderson. She was appointed by George H.W. Bush, took over her seat on the appellate court in 1990, succeeding Kenneth Starr. Henderson, I have to say, is the most interesting of the three-judge panel because she previously sided with President Trump and his administration on a number of issues. In 2019, she denied Congress access to President Trump's tax returns. And in 2020, she joined the opinion of a circuit judge that said former White House counsel Don McGahn could not be compelled by a subpoena from the House Judiciary Committee. And lastly, Henderson joined an opinion in 2021 granting a motion to dismiss criminal charges against Michael Flynn. So what happened to that lonely judge Was she in some way intimidated? Well, we hope not. And just a few hours after the appellate ruling, and a few blocks down the street at the Capitol, Representatives Elise Stefanik and Matt Gates introduced a resolution condemning charges against President Trump for January 6th. The bill, which was signed by 60 members of Congress, declares President Trump is not an insurrectionist and did not take part in an insurrection. 
One of the co-sponsors, Congressman Eli Crane. Congressman Crane, with some points for the complicit Marxist-owned and operated national media, here he is. You know what I love about this, watching uh, where President Trump is at in the polls? (laughs) I love it because it shows the American people don't trust you guys. And they shouldn't, because you guys are full of it and everybody knows it. There's a few honest journalists in this town, but they're very few and far between. You know how I know it wasn't an insurrection? Because he hasn't been charged with insurrection. And we can all see by the lawfare how he's facing up over 700 years in jail right now, how they've tried to destroy this man, destroy his businesses, that if they felt they had an inkling of a chance of convicting President Trump of jaywalking or insurrection, they would absolutely charge him. You know how else I know it's not an insurrection? Because this is the first insurrection in the history of the world where the people that were a part of it were unarmed. It's pretty hard to do if you walk around and see how many individuals are carrying firearms. All right. Last thing I want to say about how I know it's not an insurrection is because I actually listened to the words of the president. If you're trying to stoke an insurrection, you don't tell the people listening, hey, I want you to go over there peacefully and patriotically. All right. This is not an insurrection. What it is, is a party that's scared to death of this man because he's America first. And he's shown time and time again, he's willing to bust up the swamp and he continues to beat you like a drum. That's what this is really about. And for all you journalists out there, you know, that are pretty cowardly, some in this room right now, you don't have the, you don't have the balls to write the truth. And even if you did, your publishers wouldn't publish it because you're a part of a propaganda outlet, probably one of the biggest in the history of the world. And Crane did not stop there. He called the media out for what they were, a bunch of lying SOBs and asked them a few questions of his own about their coverage of that insurrection if you had any courage i want i want some you to ask some questions about that day january 6th that we keep talking about why is the pipe bomber not been caught yet huh why is the pipe bomber not been caught the one individual that could have committed multiple mass, mass casualties has not been caught yet go look at go go follow some of uh BD's reporting over at Revolver News. He's got some uh, evidence for you guys. What's going on up here with January 6th is there's a pretty big cover-up actually going on up here in Capitol Hill about some of the involvement of our government, and uh, it's quite unsavory. And I want to acknowledge Rep Massey's work on this lately and others who have been trying to get to the bottom of it. But here's here's some other questions for you journalists to ask. Why did it take so long for Ray Epps to be charged? Hmm? Go, go watch videos of Ray Epps on that day and how he was stoking the entire thing and how long it took him to be charged. And yet there were so many people that were brought in, brought into the D.C. D- jail and they're still there to this day. So if you guys want to ask some questions, those are some questions. But the bottom line is we all know President Trump didn't did not commit insurrection and he's probably going to be the president of the United States once again. And so I'm happy to be a part of this resolution. I'm happy to support the president. And I'm happy to call out all you little cowardly liars in the press. Congressman Crane is a great American and stands for what everyone in the Republican Party should be. Another man proving himself to be a great American and a committed conservative is Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. In his first term as senator, it seems he's learning fast about the swamp and the swampy leadership of the GOP. 
Here's J.D. Vance calling out Senate leadership for their lies and their fraud in the Lankford immigration bill. If you had a bill that said we're going to legalize 12 million illegal aliens, every single Republican, I hope, would vote against it. But we're not committing ourselves to voting for this thing just because we entered the negotiation. And the idea that we are, the idea, and you hear this from some of our leadership, and hopefully they will stop, the idea that we committed to supporting whatever came out of this negotiation is pure, unadulterated bullshit. We supported a negotiation to bring common sense border security to this country. We did not agree to a border fig leaf to send another $61 billion to Ukraine. With thanks to Senator Vance. And puppet President Biden is just a puppet doing what he's told by his Marxist masters. Now, poor Joe blames the border crisis, are you ready for this, on Republicans. Here's Biden at the White House telling the American people, if this border isn't secure, don't blame him. If the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment, just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because they're afraid of Donald Trump. <laughs> afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage, to show a little spine, to make it clear to the American people that you work for them, not for anyone else. I know who I work for. I work for the American people. Yes, Joe, we all know who you really work for, and it's whoever your son Hunter is getting a check from that month. You name it, Ukraine, China, the cartels, who knows? Our guest today is retired Navy SEAL and host of the Operator podcast, Rob O'Neill. Rob, great to have you with us. What's your thinking on this border bill just killed by the Senate? Thanks again for having me, Lou. Great to be here. My thoughts were uh, initially what the government always does. They give it a nice, pretty name, and they pretend it's something that it's not. Like, the you know, Build Back Better is the Green New Deal, and now the border bill is uh, basically funding Ukraine and uh, just sending billions off to different places that, we're not even sure where they're going because it's so um, it, it's not clear exactly what they're doing with what they're funding. And basically what we're doing is we're making countries around the world uh, just turn into dependents like welfare states. We spent more now on Ukraine than we did on the Marshall Plan to rebuild Europe after World War Two. And it's just it, um, just because because nobody in Washington earns any money. They don't care about it. And these are you know, people are hurting with inflation. People are hurting with all. I mean, the taxes are nonstop and the money goes nowhere. It doesn't go to homeless vets. It's not going to our border. But um, I'm happy with the way they're, they're making people vote to go on the record because so many backdoor deals seem to be made nowadays with unelected bureaucrats in a different room and they just hand them a bill and someone signs it or a staffer tells them to sign it or which way are we voting on this? But even when the uh, Speaker Johnson said it's dead on arrival, I, I think they shouldn't do that. I think you should force people to sit down and put it on the record you voted for or against it. And I mean, the American public's never going to read it because we're so distracted by everything and you know, powers of being senators have been doing that forever. Back to the Roman times, that's where they're feeding Christians to the lions back in the day because too many people were complaining. Well, let's make a big stadium. We'll distract them. We'll entertain them while getting rid of our enemies. And that's just uh, they, they're just they're counting on us not paying attention. And then no, and no matter what, no matter what they do, it always seems like we'll complain for two years or four years, whatever it is. And then we just reelect the incumbent most of the time. 
No, you're exactly right. And the, 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 the madness of it all is becoming increasingly clear as the times become increasingly desperate. We're in, in wars uh, all over the country, but, but we don't talk about them. It's a war in Syria. It's a war in Iraq. It's a, uh, in point of fact, it's a war in northern uh, Jordan. Uh, we're looking across the, the landscape right now. We've got SEALs all over the world. Uh, we've got yep. special forces all over the world. It's, it's insane what we're doing right now. Well, and you got to figure with the special forces, you need to have the support with them. And that was our... Uh, our three heroes that were just killed, um, you know, a number of days ago because they're there to support the special forces. So we're talking 2,500 to 3,000 people, American soldiers in Iraq, and we're in Syria, and we've got guys in Yemen. Um, we've been running stuff there all the time, and we're always involved. And it's just uh, my favorite phrase I used to come up with was uh, the military sort of is a self-licking ice cream cone. We just go places and spend money, and then we just sort of support ourselves when it's not necessary. And then with the funding that goes with it, we're we send billions of dollars to countries that hate us. Like we're sending billions to Egypt. They don't like us. And they're the ones building a wall. They don't they want to keep the Palestinians out. So that tells you something about that whole thing to which side they're on. But, you know, just the money it just it doesn't even matter to a lot of these people in, in Washington, especially. You know, and and right now, even the elites in this country, uh, the Wall Street, let's talk about the Wall Street elites for a second. They're starting to get the idea that maybe they screwed up back in 2020. They're starting to get the idea maybe that it would be really good to have law and order uh, and stable markets for their own prosperity uh, to satisfy their own greed. Uh, and that they've made a huge mistake by putting this uh, puppet president in office with all of the Marxists who surround him and control him and who are driving the nation in uh, these uh, extraordinary directions, like open borders, uh, inviting in tens of millions of people without vetting them, without knowing whether they will have skills, let alone the fact that they don't, no impediment, no problem, come on in. And we'll spend half a billion, half a trillion dollars uh, on you for the next 20 years rather than our own people. The madness is well, here. The elites are beginning to see it. Look at the $53 million that New York just said they're going to give to migrants, give them, uh, you know, stipend every single month. So that's $53 million of taxpayer money going to people who are here illegally. The first, their first act to come into the United States was breaking the law. And then you've got these Democrats that, you know, the whole admit nothing, deny everything, make counter accusations. They're the ones they want to, they, they, and even though they say they don't, they want to take away guns and they want to uh, defund the police. And you're going to get what you get. I mean, if you just take a second and put yourself in the shoes of, say, someone that's poor, and you, like, say, if I'm like an 18 year old dude in New York and I'm poor and I can get away with going and stealing a bunch of stuff, I mean, that's what they're doing. There's, there's no consequences. There are gangs that live in Florida, come to New York to steal, and then they go sell it in Florida. And they were asked why they don't just stay in Florida. Well, they have laws there. They put us in jail, not in New York. And everything up to the uh, attorney general in New York, it, it's lawless. And that's kind of what they want. They want the chaos because the Marxists hate this country. And, uh, and part of the plan, too, when, when they, uh, however, I'm not even going to get into how they got Biden into office as a puppet, their plan flooded with potential voters from every country in the world. And they don't care if there's military-age males from China, from Pakistan, from Afghanistan, from Senegal, and all those countries are coming here, and probably another 80 countries. Uh, and, you know, they're all military-age men. What, you know, the Democrats only care about power. That's one way to do it. Um, pass the courts, make Puerto Rico a state, make... Uh, you know, put senators in D.C., two more Democratic senators. That's what they want to do, because they don't care about the little guy. They care about their own personal power. I'm convinced that there's some sort of narcissistic magnet that's in Washington, D.C., and they get sucked into it. And you got a bunch of these sociopaths up there with the purse strings. 
Yeah, they're sociopaths, they're psychopaths, they're whatever they are, uh, is pathological. I, I, I'm not mm -hmm. a psychiatrist, uh, but I, I, I see aberrant personalities and I recognize uh, what the, the dangers are. And by the way, uh, everything on Capitol Hill is flashing red. Uh, it's, uh, it's stunning the times in which we live. And we are talking uh, with retired SEAL Team 6, uh, SEAL Robert O'Neill. Uh, he uh, is a great American. And as you've just heard, uh, smarter than a whip. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now. We're talking with Rob O'Neill. And Rob, you, you mentioned the Middle East where madness always prevails, it seems, and chaos reigns. But to see the national security uh, advisor to the president, uh, Jake Sullivan, talk about the, the the madness of a two-state solution is the only way forward for Israel and, and by the way, uh, support of the United States, uh, as he tried to coerce, uh, is for a two-state solution. It's as if he had witnessed, read nothing about the history of the region over the course of the last half century. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are they had a uh, two-state solution in October of last year. And it was violated when they went through and uh, did the, the horrific acts that they did to uh, men, women, children, innocent people in Israel. There was a two-state solution, and there was a ceasefire, and Hamas, um, they violated it. And this is some of the worst atrocities we've seen since the Holocaust. And uh, the, the, the way that I put it, too, it just, I try to keep it simple, because um, just for myself, so I understand it. If, if the uh, Palestinians threw their weapons into the Mediterranean Sea tomorrow, there would be peace. If the Israelis threw their weapons into the Mediterranean Sea tomorrow, there would be genocide. That should be simple enough for people to understand what's going on. And keep in mind, these innocent Palestinians, they voted for Hamas. They elected them up in the 90 percentile. They voted them in. And then they complained that they're not getting aid from us and from Israel. We're the only ones who give them aid. It's like, you, they're, they're, can, can you run yourself or not? And they complain about it after they uh, 
you know, I don't even like thinking about what they did to those innocent people. And, that, and that's, again, another another country, prime example of gun control. They, well, they, they don't have any guns because the army is going to be there to protect them. Like with us, the cops are going to come to help you. But what if they don't? And that's just part of protecting yourself. And you should be able to do that. But the two-state solution isn't going to happen until they get rid of these leaders. And that, that goes for uh, Yemen, which is barely a country, and Iran. You, we can't just hit proxies and say, there, we did something. You've got to take out the senior leadership. And it sucks, and I don't want a war to happen. But there are ways to do Right now, no one is afraid of us. Actually, it's the opposite. They're laughing at us. They can't. I mean, people overseas cannot believe we have this guy in office. Look at his schedule. The White House puts it out every day. Joe Biden doesn't do anything, maybe one event on Thursday every week. He doesn't do anything. And they, they know that they're, uh, uh, you know, I've talked to family members who are getting out of the military instead of doing their 20 years because they can't stand the wolf politics and it's invading everywhere. And eventually we run into the truth and the truth is going to hurt the next generation. Yeah, if if, if not already this, uh, because we really right. I think right now do not have the capacity to carry out uh, a significant to fight in a significant conflict, uh, whether it be in the Middle East, whether it, we probably would be better off it's, if it is in the Middle East, frankly, militarily. Uh, but w- Europe, we have, uh, what, 100,000 troops on the eastern flank for what? What are they going to be? Cannon fodder? Uh, this is the most mindless thing I've ever seen uh, when it comes to the U.S. military uh, deploying troops in peacetime. Uh, we have those troops putting the, we put them in harm's way. They're within uh, within every seemingly every weapon that the uh, that Russia has. Uh, and and for what? They've been there now two years. Two years, and it makes no sense whatsoever, the deployment of any of these troops strategically. Uh, Europe suddenly doesn't have troops. NATO doesn't exactly work in Eastern Europe. Uh, This is a bizarre circumstance. Your thought? Well, my thoughts are the agreement with NATO is every country that's a part of it has to pay 2% of their GDP, and nobody does except pretty much us and maybe two other countries. And, if, you know, they keep saying that they, they could the military industrial complex can make a lot of money if they keep us afraid with war or the uh, possibility of war. And if, if I'm an American first guy and I, you know, they're saying, well, Putin's going to roll through Poland. Putin's going to roll through Germany. Well, first of all, no, he's not, because Germany and Poland are not Ukraine. But second of all, still not our problem. We have a, we have the whole Atlantic Ocean. You know, we'll see it coming. If Germany is so concerned about Putin, why don't they get their house in order? Why are they doing all this? They're doing the same mass migration stuff that's not helping their country. All they're doing is depleting their, uh, all of their resources. Um, if, you know, if they want to be serious about it, they can do something, too. It's not the United States' job to just give handouts, but we do that for some reason. We like to appease everybody except Americans. We love to give money to Ukraine. We, just, we love, love to try to play nice. We send pallets of cash to Iran. You're not going, these, you're not going to win them over. I had a um, terrorist personally tell me, you're not going to win my hearts and minds by bringing me tea and cookies. They understand fear. They understand death. They understand strength. You don't just give them money saying, hey, you know, they said they're going to take this nuclear energy and use it for peaceful means. No, they're not. The first second they get a nuclear <laughs> weapon is going right to Tel Aviv. And do you know how many former generals and admirals uh, and intel community folks are involved in that effort to get Saudi Arabia nuclear power plants? It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting because they know what will be the path, the trajectory of that nuclear power plant uh, and uh, the fissionables that are uh, processed. I, I mean, it's 
it, to me, it's disgusting to what is happening to the revolving door with the lobbyists and the military and the military industrial complex. And I understand everybody has to make a buck, but man, they said they suddenly don't understand the the concept of national security. No, not at all. And, and um, I'm going to probably butcher this quote, but Albert Einstein, who obviously played a key role in inventing the atomic bomb, he said, I don't know what weapon will end the third world war but i know they'll be fighting the fourth world war with sticks and stones because that's the point we're getting to where we can destroy the entire planet we're back to caveman days and it's a scary truth and we can sit here and live in the fiction of instagram and twitter and all this stuff but when reality hits in the form of a mushroom cloud or or a a electromagnetic pulse and everything is off uh, you're going to figure out uh, i should have paid attention uh got some survival skills because i need to feed the family get some water in my you know my car my phone my house doesn't work right now we live on a farm, uh, and I consider myself half prepper and you know, uh, half indolent. Uh, but the the issue is every American, uh, to your earliest point there, uh, has got to understand that Second Amendment is there for a reason, and we better mm-hmm. avail ourselves of it, or otherwise we're not going to have an opportunity uh, to avail ourselves of the other uh, rights of this country. We're talking with retired Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill, great American. Stay with us. We're coming right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Rob O'Neill. And and Rob, one of my favorite, favorite moments of this week has been watching uh, the Rhino Marxist collaborators, uh, the senators Langford and McConnell uh, and Thune and Cornyn, uh, all of them having to just eat uh, their words and more uh, with this new bill on <laughs> border security. $20 billion for the border, $60 billion for Ukraine. So you call it a border bill. Understood. They won't even now, uh, after endorsing it for months, after with great fanfare yesterday, today McConnell is not urging a vote for it. Uh, this is this is bald face incompetence. It is ignorance. It is incompetence. It is uh, shameless. Uh, it, it is. But it's what's wonderful is it is the sewer that is our nation's capital, mm-hmm. and these. And these are sewer rats running around, uh, and they lead the country, supposedly. Uh, We are sending our least, uh, most uh, meritorious uh, citizens to the nation's capital to become craven, corrupt uh, ignoramuses if they weren't already in that condition before they got there. And, 
and there's just not even a blink. Uh, people don't understand, apparently, in the national media that this is a big story. You actually have people admitting how stupid and servile and uh, just corrupt they really are. Uh, do you think I overstate it? I think you're right on the money with it, too. And, and uh, I mean, D.C. is not even... I mean, it's a swamp, too, but I consider it, it was never meant to be the most expensive retirement community in the country. But that's what it is. We've got, I mean, forget, I, mean I, I, I think there should be term limits. I think most people agree with me, but certainly there shouldn't be people dying in office. And then we've got a commander in chief who clearly is in the first stages of uh, Alzheimer's or dementia. And the people around him, like his, well, you know, his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, that's elder abuse. And she doesn't care because why she gets to live in the White House to get that power. Everyone around them gets that power. That's all it is. There needs to be term limits. But again, a lot of that's on us because I personally, as much as I love people in person, I don't think the American voter is very educated on how it's supposed to work and what's actually going on. And if you just read a few of the, I mean, just, I mean, just the way that uh, getting elected to the U.S. Senate was supposed to be a popular vote. Your state is supposed to, uh, you know, put the senator there so you represent their state. You shouldn't be raising money as a senator in New York for a senatorial election in Georgia. But it's gotten so out of whack because the American voter just doesn't pay attention. And, it's, and that's, you know, that's why a Big Mac is $18, that, you know, just to keep it simple. And it's going to keep going. It's going to keep affecting you, not, not to the point where people are deciding between rent and food. This is what happens when you get people who don't care about anything but themselves. And that's what they do. And they, and they just get free money all the time to print more. And it's it just, it's nonsense. Something needs to be done. Term limits is the way to start. But the problem is the people voting on term limits are the people in power. Right, exactly. And uh, as, as you're talking about uh, this particular issue, uh, let's call them low uh, education, low information voters. It's part of the reason, if not the principal reason, that we are watching tens of millions of illegal immigrants being brought into this country by the Biden uh, regime and the Marxist Dems. Uh, we were somewhere between 12 to 15 million illegals in three years. Think about that. Uh, then project that over the course of the next 20 years. And this country is uh, not only a different country, it is an entirely, entirely uh, unique and new uh, nation. Uh, and it's, it's to me, amazing that there is no embarrassment on the part of the Democrats that they, everything they do is demagoguery and it is directed at that low education, low skilled, low information constituent uh, of, of and among them, uh, all of the most recent uh, illegal immigrants uh, uh, into this country. Uh, it, it, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, and guess what? It's happening right now. Well, and the issue also is uh, I've, I traveled for the, you know, the better part of my adult life all over the world. And uh, one thing that people don't realize about the immigration process to get in the United States, um, most people here have never seen true poverty, um, a, a real third world country. And if you I mean, I'm talking about poverty. I've seen kids in Afghanistan with zero clothes standing in cesspools. That's poverty. Poverty is not your Escalade and your iPhone. Um, having nothing. But when you get people that can to scrape the funds together to come to the United States from a place like that, this isn't even, it's not real to them either. Everything here is free. The people here aren't real. They can, they can loot and pillage. They're not here to become part of the American experience. You know, they're here to get out of their place and they're not trying to make it a better place here. And they don't understand that the world's a big place and there's a lot of great people out there, but not everybody comes from the same place. And there needs to be a process to acclimate that. Immigration is great when it's legal, but just, pumping people in here, especially dudes that are old enough to fight. And especially, I mean, you think Al-Qaeda's forgotten about us? 
I mean, ISIS will stab you in the front. Al-Qaeda will stab you in the back. And they will wait. They're patient. And they always say, the Americans have the clocks, but we have the time. And it's going to come to one of those times, just like September 12, 2001, when every single politician standing in unison on the Capitol Hill saying, God bless America, because now there's a threat to them personally. They don't care now, but they will. ISIS will come. China has sleeper cells here, re- just ready to hack into our main, our, our, uh, uh, the structure of this country. So, like I said, turn stuff off, get rid of bridges. Watch out for the – I mean, windmills are not going to save us either. There are times we need yeah. stuff like the strategic oil reserves. We need to drill. We need to have energy and power. We need to have a co- – we're the only country in the world that teaches its kids in public schools to hate itself. That's what we do, and it's all part of the plan. And it started with the Soviets. It started with the Bolsheviks. They've never, they've never wanted us to be successful, and we are the only thing. We in Israel are the only thing, the only thing standing in the way of the World Economic Forum type one world great reset crap that no one believes is happening. And, and they're telling you, they blatantly tell us to our faces, and we don't believe them. When, when the enemy tells you something, you should probably believe them, but we don't because, you know, the Kardashians are on. <laughs> well, and, and to underscore what you just said, uh, most of the people in this country have no idea what a fifth column is, and they don't understand that now what we have done is simply make it so easy for our enemies, whether they be China, uh, whether they be Russia, Iran. Right now, our enemies are now in the United States in large numbers, military age. They've been brought here knowingly by this uh, this failed administration of Marxist Dems uh, and a mad puppet uh, for a president. Uh, and every Everyone's walking around gleefully as if uh, somehow this will work out all right if we just hope and pray. Uh, and I, I'm highly skeptical of that and, and, unless we wake up. And, Rob, we thank you for uh, waking us up. Uh, your concluding thoughts, if you will. Well, uh, I am an optimist and I have faith in this country. The only issue is we get fed stuff through, um, you know, media and social media that's geared one direction and, and they're suppressing our our speech and what we can say to each other. Um, but I think most people are good, but we, well, I tell you what, we need a good shaking because uh, it's, we're, we're, we're still on the wrong track. I mean, stuff could happen, but everything from uh, election interference and blatant lying by the media and just the, you know, they keep repeating the same thing over and over. And if you hear stuff enough, um, you're going to believe it. Uh, and, and it, uh, the, you know, Half the people are going to vote Democrat, and I, for the life of me, can't figure out why. Because I, I like low taxes, smaller government, and freedom, but um, apparently half don't. Again, I'm trying to be optimistic, and that's, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when we start looking uh, too hard at things, we can uh, we can kind of move over on the wrong side of that trail. But the uh, the reality is, because of uh, great Americans like you, we've got the opportunity to right the ship and to. Uh, oh, awaken to to the dangers and the threats that we must confront. Rob O'Neill, as always, thanks for being with us here on The Great America Show. Anytime, Lou. Thank you. Great talking with you. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Join us tomorrow. Our guest is Attorney Kurt Olson. We take up the D.C. Appellate Court ruling rejecting Trump's immunity and the Georgia election voting machine case, Curling v. Raffensperger, and more. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight on Rumble, Twitter, and Frank Speech at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. God bless you, and may God bless America. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, 
What is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.